Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 59. I'm Killian Vina. And I'm Zoe Vidal Springer. So, this week's episode is all about reviewing your salon business and how you go about creating a new strategy for 2018. And for the first time ever, we actually have it in front of a live audience. <laughs> yeah. So, joining us today on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So joining us on the show today, we have Paul Davy from Davy Davy and Hairdressing Live. We have Sean O'Sullivan from actually our own customer success team here in Forest and Jenny Lawson from Mimosa Beauty in the UK. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax and join us weekly for all your salons, business and marketing needs. <laughs> so yeah, How do you feel? Um, I, I'm excited. Yeah, I, no, I really excited because, <laughs> like we say, every week it's usually a Friday or a Monday or something. Myself and Zoe, we go into this little studio and we talk to a laptop or we we'll talk to someone over see, a phone. You should see our setup downstairs. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious. So yeah, <laughs> to fact, we were like, well, let's if people are coming into the office, why not? Let's just get guys up here. We've got the sound system and everything, and actually do it live. So yeah. So first of all, let's give a warm welcome to all of our three guests here today. <laughs> Of course, yeah. yes. Thanks. Well, Paul, Can you we hear me there? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that mic working? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, Paul, we met the for the first time uh, last year at the summit. Uh, it was great. It's great to ha to see you again. Bumped into yesterday. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Uh, Jenny, same thing. We had yeah. you on the show uh, recently, actually, <laughs> just last year. Um, and so it's great to have you here in person. Thank you. <laughs> and we also have Sean. So Sean is from our own customer success team, and. When you were at the summit yesterday, you might have saw little stands that they had over where they kind of it's a business analyst. So it's all well and good kind of listening to experts in your own field, but sometimes it's nice to have someone from an outside perspective looking at your business. So thanks for joining us, Sean. So let's play a little game because I, I know it's there's a lot of people uh, at the summit. There's a lot of networking going on. You might not know every fa everyone's faces. So if you had, you guys, if you had to describe yourself in a tweet or an Instagram bio, what would you say about yourselves? Okay, I'm not going to go first <laughs> with that one. <laughs> great, thanks. I love it. Everyone Ladies agrees. first. Oh, great. Um, I guess for me, uh, I go straight in with the multi-award winning salon owner. Um, 2014 and 16 small Don't hold back. Of the year. <laughs> 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 yeah, but why? 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 Exactly. I think we all we all try and um, dull ourselves down. And actually, in an environment like this, there's absolutely no point. Like you're standing there as an expert. That's the whole conversation that yesterday was about. And when you are a skin specialist and an award-winning salon owner, you kind of just have to. Well, you have to let them know. Wave about it. Yeah. So yeah, that's. Yep. That's me. I <laughs> totally, totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck following up on that. Yeah, I know, geez, I'll, I'll keep it a bit more demure. I'd say it's just business analytics and probably a small bit of like insanity thrown in at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I, I, again, I do agree with yourself in that one. It's, 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 it's actually, you know, you've got to promote yourself in that regard, even because social media is very much um, an avenue for you to promote yourself as much as you possibly can. And if you can uh, take advantage of that, it's amazing that you can. But I'm, I guess I'm a little bit more conservative. I actually just say as it is. Um, <laughs> like as in, I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a father, I'm a, you know, a creative, I'm a stylist, but I also have, uh, like I'm a founder of Hairdressing Live. Um, I'm soon as going to be a, an author of a, a, a book. So that, that's going to be coming out soon. And I'm a creative artist, everything like that. So that's a nice one. So yeah, let's just get straight into it. Um, I suppose the first question is, how do you actually go about kind of typically reviewing your year? So do you have a process, some, even something like locking in your room for a whole day, a week, anything like that? Or, and, and what are the first few things that you're going to kind of look at? So yeah. 
well, I don't lock myself in a room. No, not not at all. No, no basements. No, you know, uh, pull the blinds and everything like that. <laughs> I uh, I generally I, I go in literally. Um, I, usually on Christmas is is our, is our day, and when I go home, I break for. It's the only time you can actually switch off, and the world mm. is actually switched off, isn't it? Christmas Day is like mm. everything switches off. You know, sometimes when you go away on holiday. Background noise in the background. You've got emails coming in. There's messages. It's like social media coming in. Everything like that. So it's the only time you can actually switch off and actually review your business and review that sort of time. And I totally. Um, I mean, what what I look at is obviously figures. That means an awful lot. Um, one thing that stands out to me um, is actually the return rate clientele. Um, obviously, the volume of what we're trying to achieve each year is obviously very very important for. Like for us, we wanted to do more color. So more color orientated. So I, I assess that, and that that seemed to have grown for for our, our business, which is really really good. And it's the rebookings as well. I I have a, a fascination about that, making sure that people are still rebooking with us, and the time between each rebooking is getting narrower or it's getting bigger. It, it's just to know trends. So I I generally over Christmas time. I know it may sound a bit lame and a bit uh, geeky, but I actually do sit down and actually review our year over that time. That's what I do. That's okay. great. And what about yourself, Jenny? Uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> 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 we shut down the whole salon and we didn't reopen until the first week back in January. So I, did, I tried not to look at anything. The only thing I did was go back over my customer journey. Um, I actually did it with my whole team. Um, so we have magic whiteboards all over the walls and I did, we went through every single month that happened last year and then went into what, hap what we're planning on doing this year. So... For us, last year was really, really different. So last year at the summit, we were, uh, Rachel and I and my PA were here in about, we were in the middle of a refurb, um, refurbing into a completely 100% eco salon, um, taking on a team. It was a completely different year. So for me, looking back, it's purely just where, what did we do? Because I'd never done it before. I'd spent five and a half years on my own. I'd never looked at, I'd just done it. I did my job. I did it really well. I was booked two months ahead. There was I never had to worry or think or do anything. So last year it was going back and looking at kind of what worked, what didn't, where the issues were, kind of how we're going to move forward into 2018 and where to excel at it. Hmm. So from kind of like a data point side of it, Sean, then would you have like kind of any... Even tips and tricks for the yeah. <laughs> <for laughs> first time? No, both of them, both them are actually, that's entirely both ways I would I would do it. It's very important to analyze the actual statistics within your business, but also get your team involved in it because without both of them together, you're not going to be able to achieve your goals as a business and grow and, and further everything. The other things we generally look at just more from me liking to drill down into more information is checking that it has your cost percentages is still the same as it was previous year. Costs tend to always rise. So you want to be checking, are my stylists still bringing in enough money for the wage that they're coming in at? have my like cost of doing all my services, the cost of the products, has that increased over the year? Is there a price change necessary this year? Because of course you don't want to get to the stage where, and it can happen, you're really busy, you're booked out, but you're not making money. It's mm. not a place you want to look into. So it's a great time of year as well around December to also look into, do I need to like do a bit of an increment in my price in this year? Do I need to look at other suppliers for like getting a better deal on some of the stuff? But I think yeah, all of that stuff together really, really sets you up for a good year ahead. I'm curious, uh, you've been doing this for years, you've been re reviewing your business for years. Um, I mean, have you ever noticed something that you look at every year and you, it, it might have initially had a really good impact, but now you're just kind of doing it because you're doing it and you don't really know if it has that much of an impact anymore? Yeah, I 
mean, obviously, it's my business and I understand it and I, mm-hmm. and I want to understand it. And it's very important that we do understand our business and you don't neglect it. Yeah. Um, but like what you did say there now, I mean, you, you just find yourself very, very busy all of the time. You know, uh, it's sometimes hard to sort of yeah. look back upon it. And if you're really, really busy all the time, you're doing something right, you know. Um, so it's only when you're not that busy in certain areas that you kind of have to delve into those areas. Um, but no, it, it does come second nature now. I mean, but I've I've been doing it for I mean for quite some time now, so yeah. a certain amount of years. So it does become second nature, mm-hmm. um, you know, to just review your accounts and sit down with your accountants every quarter. I mean, we do it quarterly. I'd love it yeah, every so week we, actually, yeah. but quarterly and just review all your accounts and, and and go through them thoroughly because sometimes what you don't see, your accountant sees and highlights. Yeah. you know, yeah, that so makes sense. Important. We are hairdressers, we're creatives, and you know, or uh, beauty. Um, so basically, it's not our field. So it's nice to have professionals to support you that way. Yeah, kind of externals looking in. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you get into the vat, you need to be. You need to be yeah, on it. Yeah, it's still a bit really I mean, on a, it. Like a long time, and it's still a bit vague. You know, certain yeah. how, how that all operates. And, but yeah. Cool. So I suppose then the crossover from I suppose the review and moving into the new year. The whole new year, new me, everyone goes on about kind of goals, resolutions, stuff like that. Myself and Zoe were chatting away and we're kind of going, well, what goals are you setting yourself? And we've always looked at it as, if I set myself a goal, I'd work really hard to achieve it. Once I've achieved it, it get, gets dropped. You move on to the next thing. So we were talking about, all right, maybe be more habitual, it's kind of more habits. So making small changes every day that will all add up. So when you're moving into the new year, is it kind of big targets, resolutions, or is it just your day by day to help grow it and improve it like i know there'll always be kpis and, go- and targets but you set yourself any major goals throughout the year so you were saying about uh, the kind of retention and the color yeah yeah, yeah well one 100 i i totally do um but above above that i mean most of our goals become like visionary targets mm-hmm. um almost how do we change our business how do we i mean does does business is opening up all around you all, all of the time the world is moving faster than it ever has been before um, business is evolving all the time technology is evolving all of the time so we have to move with it um, I'm, I'm frightened sometimes we get left behind and i don't want to be left behind so we have to stay on top of it and there's one thing that is is more apparent to me and even even in yesterday's um, presentations was um, like customer service right so customer service is a massive massive thing so how do we evolve that and change that so my visionary or my targets or my my new year's resolutions are basically how do we change davy davy and become you know the, the leader of the market and what we do i mean yeah we've got specialists in all areas i'm very happy about that we continuously do training but how do we up the the little things? I mean, the little things that we do in the service, whether it be teas, coffees. With I mean, we, we do that anyway, and I think everybody does that. So how do we take that up a notch? So we constantly review that as we are reviewing right now, do you know? To yeah. take, give, give more back to our clients, do you know? Because that, that's what it ultimately is, giving more yeah, uh, of course. service back. You know? And I mean, for yourself, you've just transitioned into a whole new world <laughs> with the eco yeah. innovative salon. Well, so with, with the eco and with the team, um, I guess for me, I am really not a big resolution fan. Um, I'm more of an intention setter. Um, and for this, especially for January, everyone's like, new year, new you, whereas I believe it's new year, nourish you. So bring it back to self and kind of how how can you make your yourself better in terms of just fine-tuning what you're already doing for us and for me and my team it's just nailing team like we have a really yeah. really good nuclear team and it's just how do we 
how do we get better? How, how are we happier at work? How do we make sure that what we're giving people is the best that we can possibly be? Because we are the best that we can possibly be in terms of our attitudes and looking after ourselves. That makes absolute sense, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah. it makes sense when... That's why I preach. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did follow your, your 25 days of gratefulness. Yeah, yeah. Gratitude. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. So, Paul, then, in, in your opinion, I mean, you you have a lot of uh, courses on hairdressing lives and you d you're obviously collaborating with a lot of salon owners out there. Is there... Do you find this, uh, there is an area that is kind of overlooked by salon owners in their business strategies? Um, I don't know whether, I mean, if we're talking about education here, or are we talking uh, about... It just in general, it could be education. In general, if, if, I yeah. mean, look, I, 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 I mean, one of the main reasons why um, I wanted to set this up was to give accessible education at the price people can afford, right? Yeah. Um, but more above that is to offer personal development. Personal development is exactly what uh, motivates all of us. Um, if we can't see ourselves developing, um, then we get demotivated and we, got we don't see progression within our lives, within mm -hmm. our careers, socially and professionally, do you know? So, I mean, I just wanted to offer something where we can offer education because there's some people who basically don't have large teams that can't send people up on training mm. expeditions and it costs you money to travel costs you money to put people in accommodation um or for, for first and foremost you have children i mean i have children myself I, I it's like to to leave your children go out and do education things it's a little bit harder so i just want to bring education more accessible to everybody at the like I mean, not to sound cliche, I've just said it there a second ago, <laughs> at the price people can afford, but that, yeah. that's basically what we want to do. We want to bring it to people so they can see, you know, and I, I just want to bring amazing talents and any, any, anybody that's got something to offer and put them on the platform so they can educate our industry, you know, and bring it to a whole new level. I, I, I'm, it can have a profound effect, you know, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah, cool. So you Sean, had a question for Sean, yeah. Yeah, I did. Like, I know you've just kind of touched <laughs> off the reports kind of in your reviewing stage of it. But ongoing, and everyone that's using Forest here, there's over 100 reports on the system. There's the kind of, I suppose, most recommended ones. But what to you, from looking outside of the salon industry, do you see as the, like, I suppose, if you were to pick five of the top reports for you for ongoing monitoring, and then which reports do you feel are the most underutilized as well? Yeah, there's, there's quite a few. It's like you're saying, there's a lot of reports, and I think uh, everyone tends to go with like the top ones that you can see in each section within Forest. Um, it's as well known what information you can like get from each one. So one, the one that I've always I harp on about to every client that I talk to is the it's the salon trend summary and also the staff trend summary. It's the same information, just you know, once for the whole salon and one is for staff by staff. It gives them a really great breakdown month by month of what type of clients are coming to you. Like, is it just new clients? Is it ones who are regulars with five plus visits? And then what, especially for um, the hair industry, like how much color services are coming through, how much of your technical services are coming through, and break it down then at the very bottom into revenue per hour and cost per hour and contribution to the salon. So for me, it covers the three most important things. Are, are, you, are you giving good service? So clients coming back into you. Are you generating revenue? And are you profitable for the business? So it's a great one to see over time. It's very hard to know with staff, especially in probably larger salons, I would say, or even smaller ones. We don't have time to step back and look over it has someone's performance dropped over time you know it's very easy to miss you might not always recognize it with people and that for me gives a very brief look on how are they doing like is someone suddenly drop is is regular clients dropping away from a certain staff member and maybe we can sit down and you know what's what's happening how can we get you back to where you used to be 
Um, other ones then would be like kind of standard ones, like utilization to see are you overstaffing the salon or is the it helps as well recognizing when salons are quieter when it mightn't seem to be. It happens a lot in salons where you might have small gaps, five minutes between appointments. But if you have five minute gaps between every single appointment, you'll notice utilization dropping down to well below 70% because of those tiny little gaps. They really add up. So it's a good indicator of are you rostering efficiently? Are the front desk booking in people at times when they should be? They should be maximizing all the time because really their job isn't just to give good service. It's also to maximize the profit for the salon but doing it in such a way that makes an amazing experience for the client and gets them coming back into you. Other ones then, so the retention reports. So you're saying it's the most important thing in the salon. Salon, the industry in general runs on retention. If you have a high retention, it doesn't cost you money to bring them back in again. You're not marketing out to people. You're not doing discounts, special offers in general for them. They come to you because they love you and they want to keep coming to you because of the quality of service. So that's incredibly important for everyone. And you know, you'll generally find in salons as well that they're Older clients, you'd have about 60 to 70% retention. New clients tends to be about half that in general. And you want to find there, what I've always recommended sounds is you find your top performer, who is the best at keeping new clients coming back to you and getting the old ones coming back in and pairing them up with the worst performer. It's not an exercise of making someone feel bad. You want them to improve. Maybe they're missing a skill set. Maybe they haven't got that knowledge yet. And I think that, that one would be really, um, really beneficial. That's four, but that's all you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of touches base on what Gavin Hoare was saying yesterday, where just because you've got someone up here and, uh, who's like banging out loads of appointments all day and then someone who's only able to get through a few, you're not saying one's better than the other. You're actually comparing and trying to find that happy medium between the yeah. two of them. So. How, do you feel, how do you feel about that, you guys? Um, yeah. I, the trends, I think, fabulous, because that's how... When you go from work, because I was working on my own for so long, when you go from what your average spend, like what your, you know that you need to be bringing in £50 per, th like per hour, and then you go back and you look at all the trends and you see how it's gone up and gone down and you can kind of watch it. The trends for me as well, what I found when I was working on my own was it shows when I took some holiday. So you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell when it goes down because I'm like, oh yeah, oh, high, 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 drop really high because I've come back and working nine to nine. Um, but it's really good to be able to just watch and track it mm. and just to see what's actually going on and see the difference from when you go from being on your own, taking what five grand a month to taking on a team and you're taking on 17. Mm. So it's, th it's those kind of things also when you're then looking at business plans and you're looking at actually getting investment and all that kind of stuff, they're the things that you just print off and go, look, here's my growth. Done. It makes life so much easier. So yeah. So so what? no, no, no it's good. Yeah. <laughs> he always looks like he lo oh. always looks. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're recording the podcast downstairs. Like, what no does that like mean? No, no. Okay, so let's say you've identified areas in the salon that you want to improve on for the year. You were saying last year you wanted to improve on the color and stuff like that. How do you go about sharing it to the team, getting the team to embark in the vision, and you know, getting towards that that goal towards the end of the year? Communication. I mean, look, we we do have regular talks, um, maybe not as often with meetings as, as we possibly should, but we should have more like five minute little huddles um, I and, and get together and just review each day uh, as, it, as it comes. I mean, we are getting better. Um, I, I think it's just something whenever you have so many plates spinning, um, it's just trying to juggle all that. But I think communication is the best way to, to do and keep everybody transparent. I mean, we, we monetize our, our management team actually put um, in a, um, a structure where 
all the guys fill in. They know each week what they're taking in, what retail they're doing, uh, you know, numbers, numbers, numbers. So it, they see it in a review sheet over months, which is great, and it's it's monetizing. Look, I mean, how how, how do you how do you monitor people's progression, or how do you manage manage people's progression? You have to monitor it, and people have to know it by almost like physically putting things in, and they see it tangibly at the end of every week, where they go, "Oh God, I did a really good week that that week, or I did a bad week." That if you don't do anything at all then they don't know and it's forgotten mm. about do you know it's forgotten about so it's it's having to see something weekly and know that their own personal growth and their own personal development i mean ultimately we're on a commission-based industry that obviously the more commission that they the more money that they turn the more money they earn you know so it keeps them on top and i kind of find it interesting you're saying that because our last question was actually do you get your team so based off the 30 days to grow that we did in july a lot of the feedback was that salon owners were impressed at how engaged their team actually got on board with the ideas and who was more involved and increased morale. And I know you're saying you do the whiteboard with your team already. Yeah, we do that all the time. Yeah. You've always done that, have you? How often do you do that, by the way? How often? Yeah. Uh, Out of curiosity. I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, I don't know. Prob yeah, every two, three weeks. Um, it depends what it is. I guess I'm really transparent. Like, this is... This is still really new to me, having a team. So when it came to going through 2017 and going through 2018, it was, okay, this is what we did 2017. Is there anything I've missed? Kind of like, can your brains are probably working better than mine. <laughs> um, and then let's look at 2018 and look where the, where the problems were. So like we, we got in too late with teachers. So we were doing like treat your teacher in July when actually that needed to be in like May because people were already buying stuff. And so it's just, it's having... It's knowing that you are not necessarily the smartest person in the room because they come up with gems all the time. And it's only by allowing them to, cr to have that space to create that. I love it. love what you're saying. That you, yeah, like, honestly, you, you have to. And like, there, there are times like when, when we have issues and stuff that happens, there's no, we have so many little meetings that, okay, let's put this together. We're all going to sit down. We all sit on the floor. Like, if we have a problem, I lock the door and they're not allowed out until we're done. Do lock it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But then, like, I'm... Uh, it's a women industry. Like, you have to... I know that goes completely off, like, 2018, but it's... We have to be able to communicate. And sometimes, when someone's having a really bad day, you need to know that they're having a bad day, and they need to come in going, hey, I'm having... A, I haven't slept, I'm exhausted, I've got a full day of massage, and I'm going to be really grumpy today. And the answer to that shouldn't be okay, well, I'm just going to leave you over there. It should be, okay, well, what do you need? What do you need from me so that you can do your job the best ability that you can? And so we communicate on that level a lot anyway. And then with the whiteboards, I'm a, I'm a creative. Like, my whole house is covered in them. <laughs> is <laughs> it really actually? Yeah, actually. I'm really, really lucky that I'm single. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, but I've still got the mind map from when I, when I created Mimosa. So when I created that, I've still got the mind map. I took it everywhere with me. Any business event I went to, I put it up in my wall so I could add stuff to it. We've then, I've then done a, the last part of 2017. It's all on the wall. So I can then take stuff in. Any training that we do, they, we write it all up on the wall. I take pictures of it. Rach writes it up into a book. Do you know what the one of the most valuable things, I think what you said there as well, was the um, like involving your staff. Uh, and do you know what? I think I think if you involve staff that way, they, they feel we part of the team. We underestimate them. Yeah. You know? you, we really underestimate their brains. Mm. And they are incredible human beings. And each yeah. one of us are. And each, mm. each person looks at life in a completely different way. And mm. you have to be able to give them that opportunity 
to have that idea because yeah, we as salon owners, like we are juggling 150 balls and the one thing you haven't thought about happens to be the one thing that they are actually, they're like, oh, why don't we just do this? Like we had a client whinge that I didn't give them a cup of tea at the end of a 9 p.m. treatment <laughs> at my old salon and I gave it to the group and my uh, Laura just turned around and she went, why don't we just get takeaway cups? The, the fact you're why letting them. <laughs> why don't we just get takeaway cups? Well, that's a genius idea. <laughs> why don't you say it sooner? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it might seem so simple to them, and if you're not giving them the opportunity to give that advice or make their own decisions, they're going to think, oh, it's a s stupid, silly idea. She's already thought about it, so I'm not yeah. going to give it. So you're actually giving it, you cr create that environment for them. But you also find that if you don't, if I go in, like, full full guns blazing, like, okay, so we need to earn this amount of money, and this is how we're going to do it, and I've created this whole gateway, because that's <laughs> what I've spent my whole weekend doing. <laughs> and they go, all right. They just, like, look at you, like, oh, okay. Whereas, actually, if you go, okay, how are we going to... You need to be, we need to be increasing revenue and we need to be getting more clients in on my stuff because I'm higher earning and I need to be giving you more of my clients. How do you want me to do that? How do we do this? And they go, oh, like a point system. So we don't do commission. We've just launched uh, points, like a points referral thing. And I spent ages, 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 ages going back and forward. How am I going to do this points thing? How many points is each person worth? And I spent a whole weekend planning it on the wall. And then I go in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to delegate this to you. Like you can earn points, and we worked out if you get a point for every single person you rebook, you get a point, and stu like acts of kindness, and if you go and do a chocolate run, and all those kind of things. And how many points do you think it, it's worth to get a half a day holiday? How many points do you think you deserve? If, you're, if you work it out and you've got two people an hour, you do 33 hours a week, you, you do like 66 people. It worked out like 265 points if you have someone every half an hour, you get 265 points a month. So how, m how often do you feel that you need to be rewarded for your job? I think we'll implement yeah. that system in Forest here as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's my idea. I've already sent it over. Yeah. I've already, I've already <laughs> sent you over my images. But, um, um, <laughs> but I gave it to them, and they were the ones that came up. They said they want it, want it needed to be 1,000 days for half-day holiday. It needed to be 2,000 2, points for them to get a holiday's holiday. I was like, well, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> it was me going to give you five <laughs> points for each thing. You want one point for rebooking? Great, done. That's brilliant. Cool. I think it makes it much more powerful, like saying. It's one thing that, especially from when well, I originally started in support with Forest, you hear quite a lot of the fear salon owners have of their staff. Instead of getting them involved and really making them a part of the business, they're much more, oh, someone's going to betray me and take all yeah. my clients, which is that will happen eventually in any business. Something like that will happen. But I think if you get them emotionally involved, money, you need money to live. That's without a doubt. But when you get someone emotionally bought into your business, they're not going to do that. Our business doesn't run without them. Exactly. You, you cannot. Like. And I think having that fear... <laughs> you want to work with cool people. Man. I mean, exactly. Yeah. You know what? I, it, it's nice to have an environment where everybody gets something. Do you yeah. know? I mean, obviously, there's occasions where people up and sun down, so we're human beings, mm. right? But, I mean, to, to work in an environment where you, you, you're working with great people and uh, sort of... I mean, it just makes the job a lot easier. Yeah. Well, also, clients notice. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Indeed, like yeah. Client, clients notice when, <laughs> if I'm stressed about the numbers, everyone else is stressed because it ripples. <laughs> like tendrils out to everybody. If Jenny's stressed about the money, then like everyone's stressed about the money. Whereas actually, we have a day like Saturday. It's like guys, uh, whatever. Just let's just have fun. And so you have a day having fun, <laughs> and it's like, oh wow, look, <laughs> <laughs> revenues right up. You oh think, yeah. okay, well, actually, 
just stop stressing about it. Mm. And so just for enjoy you guys, each it's other. Definitely team involvement's definitely a big thing. Hundred percent. Oh, it's, it's so, so important to a business. You were saying about fear of kind of losing your staff, so <laughs> that kind of brought us over to I suppose it's the last, the kind of the closing point. Salon networking, like, is that a big thing that you do? Because I know there is a again, there's the fear of, oh well, why would I talk to this salon or they're going to take my ideas and might go and do it better? But y- you're part of a mastermind group. You were saying earlier on, is salon networking a thing? It's not a salon ne- networking group. It's no. a business one. It's just a business one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I know Mastermind is a business one, but yeah. are you involved in, do you do any salon networking other than something like this, event this weekend? Yeah. yeah. Would you do much of it? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would consider that as my networking. Yeah, yeah I would consider, I mean, we go lo- loads, of, loads of different events. Um, I love sharing ideas because do you know what? There's great goodwill out there. And you know what? Everybody's busy doing their own bloody thing. So you know what? You want to you want to steal my idea? Knock yourself out. Honestly, <laughs> in, in, in my in my opinion, it's just very much like it's the process that you have to go through to achieve those goals that stops anybody from doing anything. And in my opinion, by sharing ideas with other people, they share ideas back, and you get so much more in return. The more you give, the more you get back. In my opinion, so I just give, 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 and, and try and try and give information and network with people. It's amazing to do that. Rather than being a closed door, you close so many doors around you. I'm yeah, sorry. like if, if you're not going to share your experiences, why is anyone going to share with you? Then how do you learn? How do you move on? And then, yeah, everything is stuck on your shoulders then. Very true. And you know what? The, like the more you talk about to, to other people, they come back with, with you, you give, something, uh, give something to somebody and then they come back and go, do you know what? How about you doing it this way, that way? And you go, bloody, I didn't think about that. You know, mm. and it's amazing the way you can actually network and, and communicate with people that way. Honestly, there's, some, there's been some great ideas that we, we we've come out with just recently with the with the hairdressing live and uh, with the, the book. I mean, I, I can't share that enough with people um, as much as I possibly can. And people say, oh, people could have robbed that idea, or could have, people could have taken that idea. And I'm like, yeah, do you know what? If they did. I would shake your hand and go, fair play for you doing it, because it takes months and months and months to do it. <laughs> it's like, and, it, and it's a heartache. I mean, you know what? You nearly lose relationships over it. It's, 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 it's a, a grueling, grueling job. I mean, the book takes about three to five years to do. So again, knock yourself out. If you do, I'll shake your hand and go, brilliant, you know? It's, it's amazing, but it's, that's, that's my opinion on it. And you're in the exact same situation, because when we came across for the last episode with you, was about, all right, you're 100% eco-friendly in the UK, the first salon. And we thought, oh yeah, we'll interview Jenny, we'll get a little bit of information. We're surprised at how much information you actually shared about it, because like that, it was a mammoth of work. It wasn't yeah, something it's that oh someone God, could it's just... Not, yeah, yeah, but I would say that about anything. There is not one thing... Like, even the gratitude advent. Like, someone said yeah. to me, oh, like, what if someone... I was like, great, go and copy and paste it. If you copy and paste it, it's my words. More people find <laughs> it, more people see it, more people <laughs> read it, awesome. Um, I have been burnt. I have had someone buy one of my domain names and link their website to it. Um, and so I am very protective. Um, yeah, but that's, but that's, that, but that's, bra- that's brand. I'm protective over my brand. I'm not protective over the content that I have on it. Um, with the eco stuff, my God, we're, we're trying to change the planet here. Like, the more people that know about how to do it, like, just <laughs> get on it. Like, it's, yeah. it's not hard. Um, I think when, when it comes to networking and sharing, 100%, it's very difficult within beauty, I think, because people are so protective. Like I came to the summit last year purely with the intention of, I need to know how much people are paying their staff. I need to know what commission rates people are on, because I didn't have a clue. And you get some people that are really, really open. You get other people that won't talk about it. But how do you know what's normal if no one is prepared to talk about it? 
because we all need help. We're all employing people. And you find the more you talk to people and the more is the, the issues you have about staffing, you mention one thing and everyone's <laughs> like, oh my God, yeah, I know I had that. And, and, then she, and then she found out she was pregnant. You think, oh great, again, nice. <laughs> like, the thing I've, that I pick up from my mastermind is that actually if, you, if someone can give you the information that means you're not going to fail, that one step and you can overcome one hurdle because someone else has been through it, what, just spread it. But you need to, you, people have to share their problems and the things that they find difficult because that's the only way people learn. So go knocking on doors. Yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah but I ask, or we're getting waved at. Um, <laughs> um, I get asked, all, like, I'm, I ask people all the time, everything, anything I don't understand. I'm like, hey, do you know anything about this? No? Okay, next one. Do you know anything about this? How do I do this? How can I speak at Forest Summit next year? How can I? I <laughs> went around the, the whole room. Um, like, if, if you're not prepared to ask, if you're not humble enough to say, I actually don't know the answer to that question, then you're never going to succeed. That's brilliant. And I think S you've got something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think like you had something on that, actually. Like our closing remarks were going to be on that, but you've both just you nailed it yourselves. It's basically go knocking on people's doors. Don't be afraid to share your experiences because like that, if you don't share, no one else is going to give you advice. So, yeah. I think you're both two great examples of leadership in both respective uh, areas. And I think it's great that you were on the show today. Uh, we have been waved at, so we have to, we have to leave the I, stage. I think I've got a client waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. So, so thanks again for joining us on the show today. If you have any feedback, guys, uh, please feel free to leave a comment on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher this year. Um, and don't forget to subscribe. Have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. <laughs>